Welcome back to the Becoming the One podcast. I'm your host, Christina Abood. I'm a licensed clinical therapist and dating and relationship coach obsessed with helping you to unleash your inner magic, up-level your dating life and relationship, and create that epic, juicy love that you've been waiting for. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you so much for pressing play. So let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Becoming the One. So today I want to talk about situationships. And this topic is so juicy. And there are so many questions that I get or even just like articles. Like I just feel like everyone's talking about situationships. And I think it's because there's just so much confusion around it. And a situationship, just to clarify for anyone who doesn't know the definition, is an undefined romantic relationship between two people. And a situation is, or a situationship is basically like friends with benefits. But the difference is that one person is hoping and staying and wanting a relationship while the other person is just interested in like the convenience of having a person around, a companion, whatever. And they don't really have an intention of committing to the responsibilities of a relationship and and to that commitment. And so today we're going to talk all about situationships, what they are, how you know that you're in one, and how you can get out of it if you decide that's what you want. And so situationships are the type of relationships where you're just not really sure where you stand with this person as far as like any sort of commitment and whatnot. There's been not really any discussions about it and you don't really know where things are going. Many times you're just left confused. There's lots of mixed signals. And you're also wondering like what the person's thinking. You just have no idea. And you likely really like them if you're in the situationship. And maybe even you're having a good time with them and everything seems amazing but there's no clear vision or like maybe not even vision, but just like any clear direction of where this situation is going and the nature of this relationship. And I do think it's more than a hookup because, you know, when you spend quality time with this person, which is usually what happens in a situationship, it's basically mimicking this romantic relationship minus the whole commitment part. And oftentimes, and maybe even sometimes both people They catch feelings and it makes it so much more emotionally exhausting than even a relationship. And then, you know, because it just leads to you feeling just so unsure about where you are, where you stand, where you're headed and situationships too. I think a lot of people think that it just includes sex, but situationships do not have to include sex. A lot of times it's, it's really just like spending this time with somebody thinking that you have this romantic connection, but there's no intention of it going anywhere. And usually there isn't if you're in a situationship and you're thinking you're in one. And men and women can both get into these situations and both catch feelings. People think that it's just men who like want these situationships, they don't want commitments, all the things. And really it can be men and women. Either one can choose to have the situation or be the person on the other end who's not catching feelings. And I just think a lot of women though, and, and why people think it's mostly women is because Overall, I do think women experience it more than men, I would say, at least in my experience and working with clients. But I still think that it can happen for both men and women ending up in a situationship when they really want more. The big question I think a lot of people have, like one of the biggest things is they're like, is it right or wrong? Should I stay in this situationship? Is it bad if I'm in it? And honestly, there's just no right or wrong about being in a situationship because it doesn't have to be a good or bad thing. It can just be a very neutral thing. And what it's really about is how you feel about it. 
Because if you're having fun and genuinely enjoying it, then that's totally fine. Cool, cool. Like keep doing what you're doing if it's feeling good for both people. But then I would define that as more of a friends with benefits because a situationship has an imbalance. That's where one person wants something and the other person doesn't. And it's just not very clear. And my number one rule in life is just like, if you're having fun and it feels good for you and the other person and you're content with it and you're good with where it's at, you're comfortable, then that's all that matters. That's great. But a lot of times with these situationships, we just lie to ourselves about being okay with it, about these situations that we're in. And I know because I've also done it. And a lot of my clients have done this where we just lie to ourselves about it and we tell ourselves that it's okay and we make a lot of excuses for their behavior. But ultimately, we're not really happy. We tell ourselves that it's just easier. Let's just let it go. Like, you know, and six months down the line, we wonder how we got here. And it, I think in the moment, it just feels easier than facing the fact that we're spending all this time with this person and it's not going anywhere. I would say if you're unhappy with the situation, if you're spending a lot of time overthinking, wondering what's happening, maybe even having panic attacks and anxiety about this person in the situation, then in this case, I would really reconsider being in a situationship because that is not good for you. You do not need to be feeling this way and shouldn't be feeling this way about another person. And let's be honest, wanting something more with someone and being left in the unknown all the time, it just isn't fun. It's not good. That's not enjoyable. It's stressful and it's likely not serving you. And I've never, and I really mean never, seen a situationship where both people are genuinely happy. Because again, that's friends with benefits. And even that can get super, super complicated. Because in the situationship, it's the nature of it where one person is more invested than the other. Like I said, it's an imbalance. And so situationships are never beneficial to either person because of that lack of definition, that lack of clarity and expectations. And there's also a huge lack of boundaries. It's super murky. It's just this huge gray area that we're trying to navigate and it, it's hard. And the problems start to happen typically when one person realizes that their needs aren't being met, which of course is what happens. And that leads to one person just feeling like crap and it's not great. But if you're wondering if you're in a situationship, which I know for myself when I've been in these situationships, I've wondered, hmm, is this a situationship? Is this going anywhere? Well, here are some signs that you might be in one. If you haven't defined the relationship after several months, and most people want like an exact timeline, but it's really different for everybody, but I would put the timeline on it between like three to five months. If there's a no conversation about this becoming more than just what it is, that might be a sign of a situationship. And of course, if you're doing things slow, that's awesome. But that involves communication. And I would consider having a conversation about it. And if you aren't happy where things are at, it's definitely time to look at it and see if it's meeting some of these signs. The next thing is if you only or they only make last minute plans or short term plans. So when you're in a situation, people tend to make like last minute plans daily, maybe even like a day before and don't really have a lot of details in it. Maybe even they're asking you like an hour before if you want to hang out. It really looks difficult to make plans for maybe next week or even like long-term plans. Like you're not really sure if they're going to be around when you're having this event three months down the road because there's been no conversation about it. Also, if there's a lack of consistency. So with a relationship, there's much more frequency, seeing each other is regular, and it tends to increase over time. Whereas in a situation ship, it probably is pretty sporadic. You're not really sure if you're hanging out this weekend. And maybe even you only see that person like once, one time a week. 
and then all of a sudden they disappear for like three weeks and then pop back up. That makes you feel like a backup option. The next thing is if you don't feel emotionally connected and it might even feel like a superficial relationship. And I think this is a really big one that people kind of like skip over is that if you're not feeling connected, that's a huge red flag after, you know, a certain period of time. And maybe you know like the basics of their life, like their favorite color, their favorite food, like what they do for work, trips they've taken. But if you really haven't opened up after a few months, right, that three to five month mark, or even have gotten to that deeper stuff and you don't rely on each other for emotional support, that's a huge indicator that this might be a situationship. Also, if they haven't introduced you to their friends and family after several months, then I would definitely say that this might be a situationship because if they're not making efforts to include you in plans in their life besides like dates or even like booty calls, it's only a sign that something is going on, right? And especially with the family thing, of course, that could be totally situational in the sense that like maybe their family lives in another state or maybe they're just not ready. But with the friends, I would say that's way more of a sign. Like if they're not bringing you around their friends after five months, I would have a conversation with them about it. I would consider it and I would think about all these other key indicators of a situationship and see if maybe there's some other ones that are also going on and adding up. If you feel confused and unsure about all of this, that's just a huge sign because situations feel confusing. They lead to a lot of anxiety and even questioning yourself. And it just has a lack of clear direction and it can be such a source of stress, especially if you have feelings for the other person. If you're in a situationship or you have a pattern of continually getting stuck in them, it can feel exhausting and frustrating. And you probably have asked yourself the question, why do I keep getting stuck in them? And why you can't find a healthy partner who actually wants a relationship? One of the key things is that you are not seeing your own worth and you are not feeling like enough. And this comes from a lack of confidence, low self-esteem, not feeling like you deserve a partner who wants to be with you. And that was absolutely me when I was in the pattern of attracting these situationships and getting into them because I I just didn't even think that I could attract somebody in the sense that like like a healthy partner, you know? I just felt like I wasn't worth a healthy partner wanting me or something like that. It was it was also very subconscious. Like I didn't actively think in the moment like, yeah, I'm not worthy, so I'm going to choose this situationship. This was going on very subconsciously. And if you are like, oh, that's not me, I definitely urge you to think about that because again, like this is so unconscious a lot of times and we don't even realize we have these beliefs deep down in there that are causing us to get ourselves into these situations. Another reason is strongly linked to the fact that you might actually be emotionally unavailable. This blew my mind when I realized this within myself because I kept attracting emotionally unavailable men. And I just could not for the life of me figure out why. I was like, I'm such a great partner. Why, why does this keep happening? But this is huge. Once you can realize this, you might actually be emotionally unavailable because you might have an avoidant or anxious attachment style, which leads you to being emotionally unavailable. You're not available for that healthy connection that you really want. And your attachment style is developed very early on in life. And it's how you emotionally connect to others in your life. And that does include your romantic interests or partners, but can also include your friends, your family, and people just in your life. And it significantly impacts your relationships. And it can look like anything from, you know, this hyper-independence, extreme pickiness, 
always looking for a reason to create distance within, you know, a relationship or, you know, a potential partner, self-sabotage, controlling your relationships, keeping men in your life who won't commit, aka situationships, maybe even friends with benefits, and choosing people who don't see your worth and everything within that realm. So if you're listening to this podcast and the person that you have been in the situationship with says that they don't want anything serious, let's see how things go, I'm not the boyfriend or girlfriend type, I just want something casual, let's just have fun, let's just go with the flow, I'm too busy to commit right now, or anything in that realm, especially after you have shared with them what you're feeling, you need to listen. You have to listen to what they're saying because no matter how much you like them, if they're saying they're not going to commit, they aren't going to. This is not an invitation for you to try to change their mind. It just means that they're not aligned with what you want and that's okay. Everybody is entitled to whatever it is that they want, right? In their romantic life. But if it's not aligned with you, you have to walk away. A misconception that I often hear is that people need like butterflies or spark or like this passion like with another person. And if you're relying on that feeling, it's really your body telling you that something isn't right. It's adrenaline or anxiety. And the right person for you is going to make you feel calm, like a sense of peace, maybe even a feeling of like feeling at home. We've been so conditioned to think that that's how it's supposed to feel, but actually it's not. A little nervousness and excitement is totally expected, like especially if you're going into a first date, but it shouldn't be lasting. You need to listen to your body when it comes to these situations and situationships with other people. You might also get emotionally invested too soon. Maybe you're like planning out trips together, maybe even planning out your wedding after like the second date, or even, you know, in the situationship where someone hasn't even given you the commitment yet. And that's going to set you up for feeling really disappointed because you have all these expectations. And it also keeps you in a space where you're feeling so attached to the outcome of the situationship, whatever it is. And it's not going to feel good if it doesn't happen. It's going to be really, really hard. People wonder if it can turn into something more. And oftentimes when we get into it, initially we're like, oh, like it's fine. Like we're just going to have something casual, right? We're just lying to ourselves about it again. But then we end up wanting more. And we start to believe on some level that we can get the other person to change their mind because we're a great person. We're amazing. And we want them to want it too. But the truth is with every situation, it's totally different and there's no like, yes or no, it can turn into something more. It's just not like that. There's no clear answer because every person in every situation is totally unique. They start out with you just hanging out more, then you're texting a lot more, you start sharing a lot about your life, details about your day, you go grab dinner and it turns into something more than expected and you didn't even mean to catch feelings for this person. And so now you're in the place of you maybe want it to turn into more. You're not sure how they feel. You guys haven't communicated about it. And if you do want to see if there is something more here, you need to communicate what you want with this person. And if this person says back to you that they don't want anything serious or they don't want a commitment or they're not interested in anything long term, then you've said your piece. You've shared how you feel. And it's hard to do this because when you're in a situation ship and you're hoping that it'll become more serious, like I, I've been there where like, at least for me, like I was so worried about telling the person how I felt because I was worried I was going to scare them away. 
or just flat out be rejected. And that's so hard, but it is really important. And for your own mental health and sanity that you actually do say it, and it's a legit fear. But again, if you want it to change, and could because maybe they want the same thing, you have to say something. And if they're not wanting to have something with you, you can't control how the other person feels. You know, you can give them some time and space to process it and think about what you've said. But even if they reciprocate your feelings and they maybe want something more, your relationship likely is not going to transform into something more loving and amazing, you know, overnight. It's not at the snap of a finger that they don't share your feelings and the relationship doesn't change with time or you continue to feel this feeling of anxiety and stress, it's probably time to end it. And you need to believe them when they say they don't want something because they are telling you the truth. There's no reason for them to lie. If you've said how you feel, like they're going to tell you what's up. They're going to be honest and they're going to be clear about their intentions and what they want. And you have your answer right there. You cannot change someone's mind. They have to change it for themselves. They have to decide for themselves that they want to be with you. And also, why would you want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with you, right? Like we're not going to beg somebody to be with us. And they just have to be willing to change for themselves. And you can't force someone to be with you, to love you, to be deeply committed to you. That's just not how it works. So we have to let it go. If you went out of a situationship or you've said your feelings to them and they are not, you know, reciprocating them and you're ready to end it, here's what you need to do. End it. You need to be honest with them. And I do recommend you go no contact. And I usually don't give my opinion on this because honestly, it can get a little fuzzy and I think it's very circumstantial. But in this case, I'm going to say it. No contact. You do need to block them. I would cut them off. You need to remove them as far from you as you can because you've been caught up in this. This has been really, really hard for you and likely really hard for you to, you know, detach from it. And you're probably feeling pretty attached. Like you don't need any temptation or extra clutter in your mind while you're trying to heal. So you can just be honest with them, send them a text, call them, whatever you need to do. And just say like, hey, I'm not okay with this situation anymore. Like I would not like to see each other. That's it, right? They don't need a huge explanation. It's just letting them know where you're at. I'm not interested in continuing this. And then after you end it, taking taking the time to process and the space to heal. And after you've done this, you've ended this situationship, you need to just pour into yourself and take care of you. Focus on activities that make you happy, bring you joy, like hanging out with your friends or just doing activities that make you feel like you. What do you love doing? And I do highly recommend seeing a therapist or coach to work through what's really going on and figure out what's happening beneath the surface to start learning about your relationship patterns and why you do what you do. When it comes down to it, you need to remember your worth and that you deserve more than a situationship. You deserve somebody to choose you because you don't want to be wasting your time if you are actually looking for a relationship with somebody who doesn't want one for six months, nine months, a year. That's too long for you to be feeling the way that you've been feeling. Not only that, but you could be blocking yourself from finding like true love, this really happy healthy, amazing love and relationship and like your dream partner when you're stuck on this person and you're not getting anything from it and you might be blocking yourself from getting what's truly meant for you. And I really, really do believe that because there will be somebody who's going to meet you where you're at, who's going to stand by you, who's going to want to be with you and choose you and build and co-create this amazing relationship with you. And I promise you that when you know your worth and your value, 
you are not going to put up with these situations anymore. You are so much less likely to put yourself in situations where you are constantly feeling this anxiousness and just like feeling miserable and all of that anymore. You're not going to do that. So just work on building your self-trust, your confidence, and learning more about who you really are and remembering that you're worthy and deserving of everything that you want. So that concludes today's episode. Thank you so much for listening as always. If you haven't left a review yet, please make sure to do so. And I hope that you have an amazing day.